0: Hello in Northern Michigan, welcome to Weather on the Go. I'm Chief Meteorologist Tom O'Hare and Meteorologist Austin Lowe. Back-to-back podcast weeks, and, and last week you and Michael talked about camping stuff, didn't you?
1: Yeah, and I I love camping. It's one of my favorite things to do. In the spring and summer months, when we were talking about it, I just said it has to be the perfect night because if it gets seventies, it's too it's it's too much. It can to get handle. sticky, can it? Yeah, yeah. But I then know. during camping, you know, you got the fire going, uh, crystal clear skies, especially up in the UP where yeah. you can see all the stars. And we've had uh, the Starlinks
0: passing by. Everything going on the I mean, last couple of days. And I'll tell you this, I, I, I was I, I heard some of the podcasts from last week and they go, this is perfect because this last six days we've talked about rockets, <laughs> uh, the Starlink satellites. We can talk about International Space Station. Yep. And of course, now we're going to start talking about probably Northern Lights again next day or so. So much going on. So if you're out camping and if you're away from the light, which most of you, if you are camping, you're away from the lights, which is great. The the darker the skies the better. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you can see these things going on in the sky. Uh, one thing we've talked about recently was a rock. <laughs> <laughs> now this, this is the sling. funny thing, it's crazy because we saw some information about it last week. Oh say awesome. We'll cover it on the weekend. Sounds great. Should launch Saturday, <laughs> maybe Sunday. And here it is, yeah. uh, Wednesday, and it's still not yet launched.
1: It was it was kind of a, a rough transition getting into that. I was like, all right, I know Saturday's coming up. I was seeing some articles, uh, reading through NASA's stuff. I'm like, all right, let's get this uh, this rocket stuff talked about. I like threw it in in my last weather hit, so people knew it was going on. And here we are five days later, and things still
0: aren't going on yet. And, it's, and sometimes it's the small stuff, sometimes it's the big stuff. Like, yeah. the first couple of days, I think it was mostly high-level winds. Yes. Just being too strong. Yep. And it can it really mess up that direction, the trajectory of the huge rocket. So, okay, that was the first couple of days. And then on Tuesday, waiting, waiting, like, okay, I hear go, go, green, green, green. I like, go, oh, this is like 8.15, okay, green, <laughs> green, okay, there's like – Five minutes of people have the same green. Yep. And all of a sudden, keep on going. Hold, it, Holding pattern for two minutes. Like, what? Okay. Holding. This is 830, 840. And they say it has to be done by 845. All of a sudden, they're good to go. Going to go. All of a sudden, we're getting ready to look at it. All of a sudden, nope. Drop. Stop. Dope. What happened? I... It, it's clouds. It's all as simple. Some clouds around. In. And
1: that was by Bermuda. Yeah. That And think about the distance between Virginia and Bermuda is
0: more than any of us drive in a day. So, <laughs> but. but the point is the velocity of this <laughs> rocket, how fast it will get going. Initially, I think when it first starts off is roughly 1,700 miles per hour. And then it ramps up after a couple of extra boosters go off to, get this, 7,000 miles per hour. I cannot imagine being in anything that fast. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's just, the acceleration is incredible. But obviously, they must be having, they must have to have this rocket to go in a specific spot in space. Yeah. They want it right there. They don't have extra, you know, gas of fuel to move it, position it too much. Right. So there's your window. That's it. And they want it there. If not, then they're going to wait for the next day.
1: I mean, they're engineers. They're smart. They know what they're doing. Uh, and, and if there's anything that's going to, Player mess with the rocket uh, and the direction it's moving. You know, you, you don't want to mess around with that. So,
0: yeah, exactly, because they want the trajectories just right. And I think their window closes on May sixteenth or so. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get in by the sixteenth. And so we've been talking about that the last couple days. Also over the weekend and last week, in fact, the last two weeks. Uh, Starlink, the satellites for uh, internet across the world they launched like three launches the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so some of you have seen the most recent launch, the last couple of days, about four fifteen in the morning. There are like 60 satellites grouped together in a small column, roughly, it goes through about a minute and a half. It's, yeah. gone, it's cruising across the sky, nice and bright. It, it, Others have seen the secondary launches from about a week ago, they're spread apart. And so you're seeing all 60 satellites again, roughly over a span of 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So S- it's incredible what you're seeing if you're just in a dark sky, Looking up, and all of a sudden, what's that? Oh my God, aliens?
1: (laughs) I had a viewer call me um, on Saturday night in Tustin and had mentioned, What is this? Is this an alien invasion? I mean, (laughs) seriously, like, you know, if you've never seen something like that before, and then you just see light after light after light after light, it's like, What's going on? Right. But I've heard it was amazing. I need to make sure that one of these days, after the Starlinks are launched, I can get myself outside and see it because I'm kind of bummed I missed it because I heard it was really bright uh, last week. So yeah, the,
0: the initial ones for that recent launch have been incredible. The reports are just brighter than bright. But even like for example, uh, was it Friday night? We got back home uh, to our spot in the UP, got out of the car it was around 11 o'clock just before it. Said okay, got a text from from saying it was Starlink satellites. I go, I don't, I didn't know the exact time. I hadn't been watching. them. all of a sudden we're unloading the car, I look up and go. Holy cow! And all you see is like one, two, three, (laughs) four. And there's slowly across the entire sky. Call a friend, take a look. Yeah, we see them too. It's pretty cool stuff. Yes. And so we try to report that stuff on our website, on Twitter as well. We try to get it out. We can't get it out all the time. I recommend one website uh, is heavensabove.com. And they tend to have the information for the International Space Station, uh, satellites. I mean, lots of different satellites too, not just Starlink. Right. So, I mean, there's so much information about space. Right. That's out there. Just looking last night, I was looking for the Starlinks, and I said, okay, they're up there, but for where I was at, they were just too low to the horizon. There's too many trees out there. But I, I glanced off my left, and there was a, a shooting star, a meteor, just flared up like whoa! So pretty cool. Yeah. Again, you just never know what you're gonna see.
1: And it, and I'll say this: growing up in southern Michigan. Uh, I grew up in a very rural area, so we were able to see the stars pretty well. Uh, and then I moved to like the metro Detroit area where it's a lot harder to see with the light pollution. But it does not compare to northern Michigan uh, and the eastern UP uh, or even like up by Copper Harbor,
0: uh, Newberry. It's exact crystal clear. There's no light pollution at all. It's awesome. Well, even at, here at Heritage House. I was looking out the other day, looking for the, the satellites, and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it just bright enough here. I go, can't see much. You can see some stars here and there, yeah. like you think in the city would be. I get home only 10 minutes away, and it's so dark. <laughs> Every light is popping up. I go, look at all the stars, and just where are the satellites? And there again, they're just too low. I have a hill to my north, and just can't see it good enough. So you've talked about Rocket. We've talked about
1: Starlinks, and now the potential for... The aurora borealis the northern
0: lights another thing i would love to see and being up here well maybe yeah, the odds increase greatly being north again being in the darker areas yeah. i'll tell you an example of just being lucky to see them there was like i think it was about like 4 years ago i mean with friends out camping of course yeah just relaxing by the campfire we get out from the campfire and head to the tent and look up. And all of a sudden, what's, the looks kind of weird. What's going on? I go, I don't know. I go, huh. <laughs> you know what? Let's double check some stuff. And all of a sudden, alert goes off. Hey, Northern Lights alert, Category 6. I go, whoa, Category 7. Like, yeah, getting stronger. And sure enough, it was a good evening mm-hmm. to see the Northern Lights. Look at that. I mean, it just get lucky. But I get another thing to report about. Yeah. Because it's not easily predictable. No. And it's like, okay, is there an eruption for the sun? How long will it get here? Yep. Will it be strong enough? Will something tear it off before it really reaching us to change its trajectory? Yeah, and, and so- I know that's
1: happened in the past where you uh, scientists are able to predict these electromagnetic storms, how far, um, I guess, south globally they can travel. Uh, And if they can get into portions of northern Michigan and and sometimes you forecast and say, yeah, it looks like it's going to make it down to portions of northern Michigan.
0: And then sometimes it just doesn't. You know, it's it's a hard thing to predict. for Sure. And and just getting off the sun, it it can be a very strong pulse. Mm -hmm. And then it's getting towards us. And all of a sudden something changes between here and there. Yeah. And so it's predicted to be very strong. And all of a sudden nothing really happens. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that too many times. And so there's. There's things like okay, it should be good, it should be good, and it's not. And then I've seen times where, well, nothing that strong. All of a sudden, it had major colors pop out for the right. lights. Sometimes reactions are like just, again, very unpredictable. Again, that is the aurora borealis, space weather. Yeah, kind of cool stuff. Yeah. But so much you can watch and learn if you're away from the lights. Mm-hmm. Give your eyes time to adjust to the yes. darkness, and trust me, it makes a big big difference and we'll be able to at least the
1: next couple of days we're uh, uh, recording this on Wednesday but through the weekend it looks like there's a good chance that mostly clear skies hang around uh, at least the next couple of nights and maybe a few clouds as we head into the weekend but uh, next couple nights are looking good to uh, look up uh, at the beautiful, clear sky. Yeah, and and the, it's not going to be cold either.
0: Right. Just <laughs> a, a couple frosty nights still come, but not too bad. <laughs> Nothing. We know the warmth is building, in, <laughs> you're right about that. <sighs> and I can't complain either. And the key thing is that the moon isn't out there right now. It's, you right. Know, it's, it's not a full moon. There's nice black sky. So great time to check out the Big Dipper, the yeah. Little Dipper, all the constellations. If you're not going to check out, try and check out the say, International Space Station. So always you can look at our website. If we don't have information there, I would say go to heavensabove.com, and uh, they should have tons of information for so many different satellites. Some stuff (laughs) is live information, a 3D globe, uh, ideas of what's going on. So really, really neat stuff. Yeah. I'm
1: looking forward to uh, spending some nights out looking at the sky, not just over the next couple, but uh, as we head into summer, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. no,
0: you are, too. You're a
1: camper yourself.
0: So. Yeah. I, we already have some plans for the summers. It is like two or three at this point, so it's like early on. <laughs> just a like camp out, little campfire going. Can't complain. Right. Austin, it's been a great day. I I can't wait to get some more sunshine, some more warmth, and uh, get rid of this cold, cold night's coming for another night maybe. But like I said, the warmth is coming. Spring is coming. And uh, next time, we'll be talking more about warmth, summer, and summer things to do. Yeah. For now, I'm uh, Chief Meteorologist Tom O'Hare. And Meteorologist Austin Lowe.
1: Thanks for uh, listening uh, on our latest podcast, Weather on the Go.